what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome to I'm With The Band here on The Mesh Podcast Network. I'm your host, Andrew Moose. If this is your first time listening to I'm With The Band, I'm With The Band invites musicians and bands of all types to discuss their current projects, their touring lives, and their lives as musicians. And of course, thank you for stopping in, and we hope that you will mash the subscribe button so that these episodes get sent directly to you. This episode of I'm With The Band is produced in partnership with the No Contact Concert Series, Codex Sound, and Midwood Entertainment. If you're considering advertising on the Mesh Podcast Network, it is a low-cost way to reach a super targeted audience. And I've heard the people that only listen to podcasts on our network are rich, they're beautiful, and all they want to do is spend money with you. So uh, you can go to www.themesh.tv backslash advertise and find out all the information about that. Uh, Today, we're currently podcasting away from the beautiful Mesh Studios in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, and are currently in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. So during this time, we're Venues aren't able to schedule shows. Our good friends over at Midwood and Codex have partnered, and they're producing the No Contact Concert Series, which helps bands and fans interact via the internet. So my guest today is playing the No Contact Concert Series this Saturday, July 18th, 8 o'clock. I'd like to welcome Mike from Tall Tall Trees. What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. Thanks for joining. Um, Just a a couple quick stats on Tall Tall Trees. Um, They have a brand new album, A Wave of Golden Things. They released it back in January. Uh, so Mike, tell us a little bit about what uh, went into making that album. Uh, I, I know that you are a multi-instrumentalist. Um, did you play all the instruments on this album or did you have other guys helping you? Uh, no, not this time around. I did. I mean, I, I tend to play the majority of the, of the string stuff, um, you know, banjos, and basses and stuff like that. But I had a drummer with me uh, this time, a, a local from uh, Asheville, Michael, Micah Thomas. And, um, and, you know, I had some, some singers join me. I kept it pretty sparse this time around. I had, uh, just a few Asheville musicians that I really connected with, uh, since my time down here. And, uh, you know, and then I spend, you know, a lot of time kind of, you know, figuring out parts and stuff and playing myself, but yeah, it was a, it was a, a fun affair. Right on. And yeah, and we were talking a little bit offline when you're when you're out playing playing shows, you don't necessarily are taking guys around. You're using um, you're 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 playing by yourself and and looping a lot of stuff. Um, you know, t- tell our, li- our listeners kind of what goes into that. You know, uh, that they might not even realize what looping is, and maybe you, uh, touch on that for us. Uh, sure. I mean, looping is is become kind of an art form. Um, you know, for the past I don't know fifteen twenty years. I mean, people were doing it in the eighties, but. Uh, it's just become kind of something that a solo musician can utilize to create a bigger sound than just a guitar or a banjo and a voice, you know. So, you know, um, I've always been kind of uh, exploratory in my, you know, in my instrument study. You know, I've always been trying to get different sounds out of instruments. So, you know, um when I discovered the loop pedal, I guess, many years ago, I used it for a composition tool, you know, just to kind of be able to play some something and have it loop back and you can hear it right away, you know, and you can make up melodies over it or whatever, you know, so, but it's become an art form and, you know, uh, yeah, it's just kind of a way to make a, a, a lot of sound for, with one. For sure. I, I've talked to a lot of guys that have, uh, 
introduced the looping pedals into their repertoire. And mm -hmm. I found that a lot of guys are really using those to write and play music because it's easy to overdub over, um, over a melody or something like that. And it kind of gives you a, basically a whole universe of what a song could sound like before you take it to a studio or introduce it to your band or something. You can actually get like a, almost like a first draft of a song before you, uh, put it out there to the, to, to anyone really to, 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 to get some, you know, even some good personal feedback. So, Oh, like, like maybe those parts don't go there, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. I mean, the thing about music is it's, it's so alive in the moment that when you're playing it, it just goes away. You know, if you have a loop pedal, you can turn the loop pedal on and it comes back at you and, and right. you can react to it. You know, it's, I think like it gives, you know, for me, I'm an improvising musician. I, I, you know, I, I came from a jazz background. So for me to, you know, have something to, to play with, you know, and, uh, you know, to get it, an idea right away and snap, you know, without having to press record on something, you know, it's just right at your feet. It's uh, it's it became uh, very inspiring and still is very inspiring for me to, you know, because through the banjo, I've, I've uh, discovered how to play drums and bass and you know every kind of everything i could squeeze out of a banjo with my pedal board and stuff so for me to make arrangements really quick with drums and bass and you know rhythmic stuff and sound effects it's um it's really fun and it's very uh, satisfying to kind of be able to build a world really quickly with loop pedals. i've messed around with loop pedals and it's scary to play out live with a loop pedal. I'll just be straight up honest. Like there's, you can, you, it can, it can get crazy up there. Yeah. You gotta be, you gotta have good timing. And if you, yeah. you know, and that's, and even if you have the most impeccable timing, it's never going to be perfect. And, and sure. Not a part of the, the deal of, of, of playing with that is being able to embrace your mistakes and take them forward and kind of convince nobody that you've screwed up. Thank you. 
I know that your primary instrument is banjo. And um, is that true or am I just making this something? It is true these days. I, you know, in my younger right. group, I was a bass player and I kind of, uh, you know, took that very seriously for, for a while, you know, but nowadays it's, I just mostly play banjo. Right. Yeah. It's uh, after going through your uh, couple albums, like it's amazing the different sounds that you can get with that instrument. And yeah. it's uh, really, really impressive. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it's, it, of course, I'm sure that you have influences in Bela Fleck and, you know, uh, and, and, the, and those sort of guys. Um, what other uh, artists that do you, you know, take influence from that, you know, uh, our listeners might not be turned on to that you, you'd like to mention? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I mean, it's it, that well is very deep, you know, to, <laughs> to, to, to start naming artists. I, you know, I've, I've spent a lot of time um, kind of listening to a lot of different kind of music, you know, coming from a jazz background. And then I spent a lot of time with with Brazilian music, um, which was pretty uh influential on in the early days of tall tall trees as far as what my approach was because I, I really wanted to write music that uh was r- rhythmically interesting you know as well as musically you know I, f- I feel like a lot of like banjo music and and americana in general is it is you know the the beats are pretty standard sometimes not all the time but you know there it, there's a train beat you know <laughs> You know, right. in a lot of music, you know, and I love that stuff, but I, I always wanted to kind of push outside of that with my music. So, you know, I took a, a lot of interest in in Brazilian music and African music and, uh, you know, that would really kind of you know, give, um, you know, because I play the, the, the banjo like a drum. So, you know, it's at once a hand drum and with a mallet, you know, so I could I could create these kind of rhythms that that drive in a different way. So but I mean, I love so much music. I'm in love with music every day. And, you know, I'm just constantly discovering new things, um, you know, but I love some local, you know, North Carolina music like um, I don't know if you, you know, fo- uh, floating action or uh, Tyler Ramsey or, you know, there, I mean, there's so much good music in this part of the country here. Um, you know? Yeah. We're, we're spoiled rotten in here in Western North yeah. Carolina with the amount of talent that's, that's here. Um, mm-hmm. I know we're really biased about it, but you know, there's, um, um, there's such a whole host of folks that are putting out really, really good stuff.
switching gears a little bit, I saw um, on your website back in November, you played some European dates uh, in in the UK and in France. Uh, mm-hmm. How was that experience? Tell us a little bit what that was like. Oh, I mean, it's wonderful. I, I've been fortunate to get over to Europe many times over the last uh, 10 years or so. And it's, it's, a, it's so fun to be able to go there and play, you know, for people they treat you really nice and it's different traveling in Europe because it's uh, you can stop at a gas station and get an espresso you know there's there's a little the the traveling life is a little nicer on the on on the stomach and on the you know (laughs) just you know it's not uncommon to pull into a rest stop um, you know, in Germany and there's a chef, you know, where you're here, you're, you're pretty much, if you want to eat healthy, you have to stop at Subway, which. Right. Yeah. yeah sheets yeah. on the go food isn't yeah, so hot yeah. these days. I, mean, I love America, but you know, we, we definitely have some, some things to gain in the rest stop department, but Europe is, you know, it's beautiful to, to get to go there and connect with those people. Right on. Um, so yeah, you know, playing in France and, you know, you, you singing in, in English, um, mm-hmm. are, are, are most of those folks over there a, a, expats or were they French French folks? Or? I mean, yes, that, does, that yeah. does happen. You know, you do, you know, when I go there, um, you know, as Tall Tall Trees or with Kishibashi, you know, we do attract a certain uh, number of expats. I think just because they, you know, I, I've been abroad for a long time, you know, and I've coming home to an English speaking country where you totally understand what's going on all the time. It's like a, it's, it's a real, you know, it takes, uh, it lets you relax a little bit. So I think having, you know, American artists in Europe, you know, um, you know, it, it, it brings something American to people that are there and maybe missing home. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like finding a one steak sauce on the, on, on the shelf, you know, you know, so like yeah. the American section of the grocery stores. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. As I mentioned earlier, um, Mike Spano and his band tall, tall trees are playing the no contact concert series this Saturday, July 18th. And if uh, you might be catching this ad for the fact, you can go and rewatch their show on, uh, on a few different platforms. One is uh, you can go on to their website, www.crowd-less.com to find out more information and to donate to the bands and all that good stuff. But um, yeah, we highly recommend you guys checking them out live this Saturday. And uh, uh, so Mike, uh, this is a standard on with the band question. Um, what is your favorite North Carolina music venue? Whether you, if, whether you've played there or seen a show there, mm-hmm. um, we just like to give a little love to our local venues here. Yeah, man, there's so many good ones. Really, I mean, yeah. I you know I had the fortunate uh, pleasure of playing the Hall River River Ballroom um, pretty recently or last year. Um, which was, tell us about that. Where's that? Yeah, it's 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 in Hall River. It's a small town outside. Of, I guess it's outside of uh, like during like the Triangle. It's pretty not too far, but it's beautiful. This huge kind of open air, uh, you know, venue. Um, yeah, it was just a really special, beautiful place. Um, but man, I, you know, I love a lot of venues here. I'm sad to see the Moth Light go in Asheville. That was one of my favorite ones to play, but. Um, you know, that we're losing venues, uh, you know, because of this pandemic and it's, it's, it's sad. It's going to change the landscape of, you know, of right. future music if we don't somehow support, you know, these, 
is huge. Absolutely. And, you know, we, we, that's, that's one of the reasons why I asked that question here is, you know, because of the pandemic, you know, we are going to, unfortunately we will lose venues and hopefully it will, you know, we feel terrible for those folks that are the proprietors now, but hopefully once everything passes, you know, maybe new proprietors will step up and, or even the old proprietors might step up and say, you know, retake that torch and yeah. um, we'll be able to get back to some sort of sense of normalcy in the music scene here in Western mm-hmm. North Carolina, because, you know, I miss it. I'm, I'm, I know you do. And it's, yeah. um, you know, and that's why the things like the no contact concert series are just so important because not only for musicians, you know, basically, you know, sharpening their knives, but it's mm-hmm. also gives them a, a chance to interact with the folks that they're missing interacting with on the road. And, yeah. um, and, and I think that's why it's just so important what these guys are doing. And, um, we, uh, appreciate them. So, um, you know, with, with shows canceling all over the place, how have you adapted? How, like, have you been doing much streaming or mm. is there you know, anything in particular? Yeah. Well, um, yeah, it's been tricky. You know, I, I just put out a record on January 31st. Like my entire right. year was booked. Like I was ready between, you know, tall, tall trees and Kishibashi. Like I had, you know, five, six solid months of, actual touring planned and booked right. it's i just watched it all fall away it was pretty depressing because i was excited for it and i just spent you know when you make a record it takes it takes a year sometimes you know i i didn't really um play a lot in last year because i was busy recording and writing and doing all this and um you know it kind of uh you know i mean of course there's much worse things happening in, in the world but you know yeah it was it was disappointing to put a brand new record out and not be able to go share it with people. It kind of, I was really excited about this record and, you know, it kind of fell by the wayside, you know, because there's so many, there's a lot more important things. I hope that it found some people, but you know, the way that I really, you know, advertise and sell my music is by going out and playing every night and connecting with new people. And, you know, that's how I promote my music. So right. it's, it's um you know been difficult and the streaming thing is is an amazing i mean if you would have told me 10 years ago that we would be able to play concerts from your home into the void of the internet to whoever was out there you know um uh i i wouldn't believe you but you know it's also really strange kind of not getting the the energy feedback, you know, I realized. Oh, for sure it is for, yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's what musicians feed off of. And uh, the energy from the crowd is, you know, what makes it. So yeah, it's, it's, it's very, hard. very difficult. It, yeah. it shapes, you know, when I play in front of people, I, I'm looking at people and I'm, I'm feeding, I'm watching their energy. If they're into what I'm doing, I keep going. If they're not, I stop. It's like, you know, yeah. you that into the, <laughs> the feedback's so important kind of like staring into a mirror and trying to do it to yourself and, and trick yourself, you know, but, but I mean, it's, on the other hand, it's, it's a beautiful thing that we can share sure. ourselves from wherever we are on our little, you know, post on this planet and uh, broadcast wherever. So, you know, I mean, I've started a Patreon. That's also something that's, that's kind of starting to help, you know, um, just so I can, share new music and videos that I've been working on while I'm home. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll, we'll definitely share that Patreon link with, uh, with our, with our listeners and all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, uh, Mike, tell us a little bit about how we can, uh, as listeners reach you guys as a band, like, um, the website and socials and all that good stuff. Yeah. 
I mean, talltalltrees.com is, is my website. Um, and yeah, all the socials, it's just tall, tall trees. Some of them, sometimes it's tall, tall trees with three E's, you know, but it's pretty okay. easy to find on Instagram cool, and Facebook and Patreon is patreon.com slash tall, tall trees. And, uh, I'm out there, I'm out there waiting for someone to, um, you know, to send me a message. <laughs> So we'd love for you to, you know, go check out Mike and Tall Tall Trees this Saturday on the No Contact Concert Series. Um, Mike, thanks again for joining us, man. We really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Yeah, right on. Um, and we'd also like for you to head over to the mesh.tv, subscribe to all those shows so that they can be sent directly to you without having to download them. And um, again, we'd like to thank Mike from Tall Tall Trees on being on, on being on I'm with the band today. And I cannot talk and I can't get through <laughs> anything, but uh, our listeners are used to that. So we will see you next time on I'm with the band here on the mesh.
Makes me wanna hide away. Why can't it wait until tomorrow? Why can't it wait until tomorrow? Why can't it wait until tomorrow? Na 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 na. Listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.